the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Sign her up. Yeah, I know there are a lot of important things, uh, a lot more important things actually going on in the world right now, including trying to find out who actually won the presidential election, uh, if we're all going to die from COVID-19. But I'm going to talk about Sarah Fuller. Uh, She did um, something um, on uh, Saturday. She became the first woman to play in a Power 5 conference college football game. Now, it's a nice story, and she seems like a nice young woman. But it's not about what she did in the game between Vanderbilt and Missouri, which was very little, by the way. But it's not about that. I mean, she dressed up in a uniform. She went out. She kicked off to start the second half of the game. She was in the game because COVID-19 apparently had uh, knocked out all the other Vanderbilt kickers. Now, it's a great story for her, as I said. But it's the media reaction to it that I think speaks volumes. And that's why I think it's important uh, way beyond a young woman uh, kicking a football. First of all, let's talk about what she did. Um, she came out of the game, out into the game, to start the second half. She didn't play at all in the first half because her team didn't kick off and her team didn't score any points, so there wasn't any any kicking to do. So uh, she uh, she came out and she was the person who kicked the ball for the second half opening kickoff. It went about 30 yards. It... Uh, and Missouri fell on it, and there was no return. It's called a squib kick, okay? That's what it was, squib kick, and that was it. She ran off the field after she kicked it to make sure that she didn't get run into if there had been a return. Again, a nice, uh, you know, cute story, but the media, uh, just, you can't let it be just that. It couldn't be that. It had to be all about the great advancements made by women and how Sarah's being able to play in a college football game show that anything is now possible for a woman, including becoming vice president of the United States, maybe. After the game, Sarah was interviewed. She actually said that what she did uh, was a sign to young girls everywhere that they can do anything that they set their minds to and they're willing to do the work, which, of course, is ridiculous. It was a squib kick, and that was it. No extra points, no field goals. And who knows, maybe she would have gotten a chance at the Vanderbilt uh, team, you know, to kick something else if the if the Vanderbilt team didn't stink. Final score was 41 to nothing, Missouri, but the media couldn't let it alone. So everybody had to talk about um, history being made on the field there that day uh, because of what she did and um, what a great advancement it was for women everywhere. Of course, she made the rounds on the morning shows today, uh, and everybody slobbered all over her. And here's the headline from a story at ESPN.com to give you an example. This was never an easy path. Sarah Fuller and the long and winding road to two-sport immortality. And I think I mentioned, <coughs> mentioned she's a soccer player. So if being the answer to a trivia question that gets you immortality, I guess it does in a way, but she, she, made, she did achieve that. That's... That's the, uh, the, the, the woman who kicked a squib kick to start the second half of a, of a Vanderbilt football game. She'll be forever known for that, so I guess that's immortality. And if being the answer to a trivia question gets you there, okay, that was great. But if that, if that wasn't enough for you that she's now achieved immortality. Uh, she was named today the Southeast Conference, that's the SEC, the best conference in football. They were, she was named the Southeast Conference uh, all special te- uh, special teams player of the week, special teams player of the week. A uh, co it is not. She wasn't. She shared it with somebody, and I, I got to believe it. There might be a kid somewhere on an SEC football team who had a pretty good day that might have deserved co special teams player of the week more than she did. But uh, that's just a guess by me. Uh, did I mention it was a squib kick? A squib kick. Now, how can any woman not consider all of this patronizing? No one who knows anything about football uh, thinks that anything that she did 
gave any indication that she or any other woman, for that matter, has any chance to ever actually play in a college football game. So, hey, maybe somebody will come along who is good enough uh, at kicking, at least, and maybe something else. I don't know, quarterback. But maybe someone will come along uh, at some point who's good enough that uh, she could kick extra points or maybe even make, make some field goals in a game. Maybe she would have done that if she had gotten a chance. Well, that hasn't happened yet. And nothing that Sarah Fuller did gives any indication that it's about to happen anytime soon. So... Instead of uh, creating the story the way it should have been treated, just as a nice story and a gimmick, which is what it was, media, of course, decided to take the opportunity to not only patronize women everywhere, but also to lie to young girls, especially the really young ones who really don't know anything about football. And, and now there are people out there saying that Sarah Fuller is, is your example. You, you need to follow her lead, and you can play college football. Uh, no, you can't. Uh, they can't. Uh, of course, what they should be told is that they can play women's soccer and have a lot of fun doing it and maybe even get a college scholarship just like Sarah Fuller did. I'm assuming she has a scholarship. Uh, but anyway, if you go against the grain on this one, you are, of course, being a party pooper. And that's what makes this a big deal to me. Um, it's that it's an indication of just how phony and you might say even dangerous the media can be. Not dangerous in this case, maybe, but it, I think it is harmful in some ways to the young kids who they're, who they're lying to about it. But the fact that so many people are slobbering all over it and so few are describing it for what it is, it tells you a lot about the groupthink in the sports media, which is very liberal, by the way. And there's a, There are exceptions, and I know of some, but most of them are liberal. The same kind of thing you saw in the Colin Kaepernick story. Nobody wanted to go against the grain on that one. Anyway, good for Sarah Fuller. It took some guts to do what she did, and she did something I never did. She got into a college football game. She went out there and she did it. I, I give her all the credit in the world for that. And she must be a pretty good soccer player to have the kind of uh, leg strength and kicking ability that somebody thought she could pull it off. But uh, shame on the media for taking a nice story and turning it into a typical liberal media slobber fest because that's what it was. And while we're on the subject of sports um, – uh, the Ravens and the Steelers are supposed to play tomorrow night, and uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. And there, this this is also, to me, a story that's about more than whether this game is going to be played. Uh, I'm guessing you'd under, uh, you remember that the game was supposed to be played Thanksgiving night and was called off, uh, postponed because of uh, COVID issues, multiple Ravens players testing positive, and a couple of Steelers, uh, uh, Steeler player, um, Connor, uh, James Connor. He tested positive, and so did one of the one or two of the coaches, two coaches, I think. Um, and so the, the game was then scheduled for Sunday, and then postponed again until tomorrow night. Well, the Ravens were supposed to have a try to have a practice today and leave. You know, NFL teams leave the day before the game and stay overnight in a hotel in the team in the city where they're playing. The Ravens were supposed to leave today, and the last I saw, which was in a, uh, a little maybe a little over a half an hour ago. Uh, Adam Schefter of ESPN is uh, talking like this game isn't going to be played. Uh, he tweeted, this was at 3.40, he tweeted, Ravens players will still uh, still have not been given any guidance on when or if the team will be leaving for Pittsburgh, per sources. Chances of postponement for Tuesday night's game now increasing by the hour. That was at about 3.40. And then right around 4.30, maybe a little later than that, uh, another tweet and I guess he's the man. I don't know how this guy does, but he, the NFL feeds him all the information. The, the, the local beat guys don't get it. They're, they're, they, they're down at the Steelers' headquarters every day. I'm not uh, criticizing them for doing it. This is just the way it works. These guys, they're, they're, they have to spend their time sitting down there at the, uh, um, uh, the, the, the head, Steelers' headquarters, and the, the news goes to uh, Adam Sheffer. And now I see... As I just see a, a, a notice on my phone here as I'm sitting here that uh, the game has been moved again. Um, it's been moved to Wednesday. So the, <laughs> the Steelers are going to – that may be a – I don't know if there's ever been an NFL game played in a Wednesday, speaking of history. might be the first one. Uh, it says here – I'm reading it. This is, I'm just seeing it now. The NFL has postponed Tuesday night's Ravens-Steelers game to Wednesday. Sources confirmed to The Athletic. The third time it has been postponed. The game was originally scheduled for Thanksgiving, but was rescheduled for Sunday, as I said, and then Tuesday after the Ravens suffered a COVID-19 outbreak. 
Um, the Athletics' Jeff Zebeck uh, reports Ravens players met virtually on Monday today and made it clear that they did not want to play Tuesday night. The team had a positive test for the ninth straight day on Monday, although the player who tested positive is currently on injured reserve. Positive tests within the Ravens organization include running backs Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins, who were both placed on the reserve COVID-19 list last Monday. The Ravens placed quarterback Lamar Jackson on the list, blah, 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 and then other players, uh, three or more players, went on Sunday. The team also issued a statement uh, saying that they disciplined a staff member last week for uh, conduct surrounding the recent COVID-19 cases that have affected players and staff at the Ravens. So th- this is interesting to me, again, well beyond sports. I, well, this isn't a sports show, and uh, but I, I, I don't shy away from talking about it. But um, this, this to me, this is also more about the, the COVID-19 hysteria. Because here's my question, and I, I, I ask this question, and maybe I'm just dumb, and I don't know, uh, maybe I should know the answer, uh, and I haven't seen it anywhere. Uh, we had a game played yesterday. The, the Denver Broncos played with uh, the, all their quarterbacks were uh, ruled out of the game because they, um, they all tested positive or were close to people who did or they, they were dangerous. You know, they were considered dangerous to the team and, you know, they had to be removed and quarantined or isolated. So uh, they, they, they played a guy who was on their practice squad, hadn't even made the NFL, but was a quarterback. Uh, he wasn't a quarterback on the team. He's a wide receiver, but he had played some quarterback at college. They put him in the game yesterday, and he was a disaster, which is you know what you would expect. But again, what what I'm getting at here is that you hear these stories about the players being testing positive, and and it's disrupted uh, a lot of sports. But the NFL had gone along pretty well here for the first ten or eleven, twelve weeks, something like that. Uh, and then in the last couple of weeks, it's gotten pretty ugly, and this Steeler situation is the ugliest so far, I guess. Um, but you keep hearing about these players who are testing positive. Some of them don't test positive, by the way. Some of them are uh, deemed to have been close to someone who tested positive, and so they have to be quarantined uh, or at least isolated because they don't want them around the team. But I, I, have, I don't see any stories or any information about how severe the cases of COVID are. Um, and if it's COVID, it's COVID. And they test positive it's COVID and you don't want it to spread, that's fine. But the fact that it's never brought up how serious or unserious the symptoms are is just more of this COVID mystery that's out there that people don't want to talk about. They, they it, it seems like it's almost they don't want to um, – they don't want to give you the information because the news is too good because the players are, are testing positive and they either have really mild symptoms or no symptoms at all, and games are being canceled because of it, and people are running for their homes and hiding under their beds when they hear the news about football players uh, testing positive, and that must mean that this disease is everywhere and I'm going to die soon. But wouldn't it, shouldn't it be uh, made public? What kind of condition these guys are in? As far as I know, there's not been one person hospitalized. I haven't even heard a story, and it may be out there. Uh, but and if there is, it's a, an isolated story or two. I haven't heard one story. Uh, I don't think about a player being seriously, and I mean seriously sick, not like feeling really bad and wishing he didn't have the disease. I mean headed for the hospital or feeling like he should go to the hospital or. I don't know, just really, really sick. I haven't heard one story about it. With all the stories about uh, players who have missed, and there have been quite a few of them uh, in the NFL this year who have missed, why is there no discussion about the severity or lack of severity? Is it, I mean, wouldn't that be good news for people, that, that these, these people are getting COVID and they're surviving? Uh, I don't know. I, maybe the answer is out there. I can't find it. If you know it, let me know that. Tweet me on Twitter, at Steigerworld. Let me know. But um, we're going to talk about uh, actual politics when we come back, not not after this break, but at, at 5.30, at the 5.30 break, uh, we will talk to Daniel Turner of Power of the Future about what uh, a Joe Biden presidency might mean to how much you're going to pay for a, a gallon of gas at the uh, at the tank uh, and and a lot more even more important things than that uh, he knows all about energy and what's going to happen if 
a lot of the things that uh, President Trump has done are reversed. We'll do uh, that in the second half hour. When I come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about one of my favorite subjects, masks. Stick around. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape. Made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard queen premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. Originally sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. Kings are only five dollars more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen premium, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. Parents, let's be honest. Many high school and college-age kids seem to have little direction these days. That might be true for your son or daughter. They spend a lot of time gaming, hanging with friends, but nothing seems to lead them on a path to adulthood. You may want them to go to a four-year university, but their grades just don't warrant it. Their lack of passion and direction makes you wonder if a four-year university would even be a wise investment. Here's a better route to consider. The Full Stack Software Development Program from Steve Wozniak. Available through SalemCareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start? SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275. 866-711-6275. Or SalemCareerHub.com. Still paying outrageous premiums for your health insurance? Or maybe you settled with a ministry plan, some short-term medical or limited benefit plan that lacks the coverage you need? This is John Stagerwald from my friends at Marley Financial. And every agency offers the same stuff, well, except Marley Financial. Marley Financial now offers a unique ACA clone that looks, feels, and most importantly, acts just like a Blue Cross plan. In fact, it's even better. You can go to any hospital or facility anywhere in the country. They'll actually waive your deductible for inpatient and surgery. Does your plan do that? Plus, they can customize your plan to reduce your costs for the rest of your life. Contact Marley Financial today, 724-884-1496. You don't have to wait until open enrollment, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. Nobody does health insurance like Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I've been accused of being obsessed with masks. I talk about them a lot on Twitter. You can find me there, by the way, as, uh, as I mentioned a minute ago, at uh, Steiger World. Um, but I am, I, I will plead guilty to that because how can you not be? Every time you set, you, you step out of your house, 
any human you see is going well not not every human you see but if you go anywhere to a store and inside any kind of a building everybody is wearing a mask and i don't see i don't ever run into a, a, a places where there's someone inside not wearing a mask where they're required including me i i, I think they're they're useless and uh I I believe all the science that says they're useless and not the science not the scientists who keep telling us to wear them but I if I have to go to the supermarket I and it says wear a mask I, I put a mask on I wear a mask stupidly as everybody else does when I walk in a restaurant and I have to walk 12 feet from the front door to my table and I I put I dutifully have my mask on I think it's ridiculous but I do it so I, I just wanted to tell you about this, because uh, uh, I came across this. I was off all last week, so I had some time to fool around a little bit with things, and I, I bought myself an e-book. It's actually kind of an e-pamphlet by Alex Berenson. You may have seen him a lot on Fox. He's been on uh, Tucker Carlson's show a lot. He has three books out about COVID-19. He's done an unbelievable amount of research on it. And his most recent one is about masks. And it costs you $2, I think it's $2.99. And to download it, you can read it in a half hour, 45 minutes maybe. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you'll never look at masks the same again. You'll wonder why you're putting them on, and you'll want to punch uh, Dr. Rachel. Well, maybe not punch uh, the doctor, but uh, you'll want to scream at him. I, anyway, you wouldn't, you'll, you'll be upset. Let, let me just put it that way. But this is, this is just one quick uh, little excerpt from his book. So on page 68, the scientists found the surgical masks barely worked. They're talking about the efficacy of, of masks. Uh, masks with ties filtered about 70% of small particles. Those with ear loops filtered less than 40% and often had, quote, visible gaps between the face mask and the wearer. Uh, the point being that he, he talks earlier in the book about the only way these masks work is if they're fitted tightly to your face and left there. Dr. Michael Osterholm, an infectious disease expert, he writes, made the same point more graphically in a June podcast interview. Based on the pictures, this is a great description, by the way, based on the pictures he saw of people wearing masks, about one person in four was wearing them wrongly. The equivalent, quote, of fixing three of the five screen doors on your submarine. That, that's a pretty good way of putting it. Rather than masks, Osterholm said he preferred to focus on encouraging people to stay at least six feet apart. And so there's there's all kinds of uh, uh, science in this little book by Alex Berenson, uh, and it's and they are scientists who are telling you that basically that masks are are a waste of time. And then he, earlier in the book, he he um, he quoted uh, some people like Jerome Jerome Adams. This is what he said on uh, February 29th. He's a Surgeon General. Seriously, people stop buying masks. They are not effective in preventing a general public from co catching coronavirus. But if healthcare providers can't get them to care for sick patients and put them in our communities at risk, the, wor the words stop buying masks were in capital letters, by the way. Stop buying them. Then on March 8th, Dr. Anthony Fauci said this on 60 Minutes. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask when you're in the middle of an outbreak. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep touching their face. So the Dr. Fauci, uh, Mr. F Dr. Fauci said uh, they're not worth the, the, your time. This was back a while ago then there's the world health organization which said and this is uh, what uh, alex berenson has in his book um who stands by uh, who stands by recommendation to not wear a mask if you are not sick or not caring for someone who is sick and that was on march uh, 30th on cnn then the english uh, new england journal of medicine on april 1st we know that wearing a mask outside healthcare facilities offers little if any protection from infection, in many cases, the desire for widespread masking is reflexive reaction to anxiety over the pandemic. Now, of course, now we know all that has changed. Now, since then, we've evolved to the point where idiots like uh, Governor Cuomo in New York are saying that not wearing a mask is tantamount to murder. That's the kind of stuff that he's telling people. So uh, just... Just keep this in mind. Check out the book. Alex Berenson wrote it. You can find it on Amazon and uh, download it to your iPad and read it. It's uh, it's just unreported, unreported truths about COVID-19. Alex Berenson. I'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Even after his administration last week agreed to begin the formal transition of power to Joe Biden, President Trump maintains he is contesting widespread voter fraud. Mr. Trump continues to cite thousands of contested votes in battleground states, which fell into the Biden column as vote counting continued in the days following Election Day. Moderna says it will ask U.S. and European regulators to allow emergency use of its COVID-19 vaccine. As a new study, results confirm that the shots offer strong protection, wrapping up the race to begin limited vaccinations. Moderna, just behind Pfizer and its German partner, BioNTech, in seeking to begin vaccinations in the U.S. in December. On Wall Street, the Dow lost 271 points today. The Nasdaq was off 7, and the S&P dropped 16. This is SRN News. Here's a great thing to consider doing right now before the end of the year. Call MediShare and find out just how much you would save by switching to MediShare, the affordable alternative to health insurance. When you call, you'll get some good news and probably be very happily surprised, too. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. It's so worth it to at least find out. And you'll see why more than 400,000 people are already members. MediShare is a Christian community that shared more than $4 billion in each other's health care costs. It really is remarkable, and they're very easy to talk to. And here's the thing. If you join before the end of the year, they'll waive your new member fee. That's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second. The call, and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 31st, so call now. You'll save even more. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Dan Proft just wants to talk about facts. 54% of Dallas fifth graders reached Mead's grade level threshold in math a year ago. 24% hit that mark this year. Reading scores lower in four of the six elementary and middle school grade levels as well. Derek Little, the deputy chief of academics. The thought around the district was that learning loss would be bad, but I think we're facing the reality that our students came back from school closures in a very different place than they were in last March. Right. The Dan Proft Show. Weeknights at 9 at AM 1250. The answer. Do you think all vitamin C's are the same? They're not. Ester C is a superior form of vitamin C. It's the only vitamin C with 24-hour immune support. And it lasts up to two times longer than regular vitamin C. So don't just settle for any vitamin C. Buy Ester C and support your immune health today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to Vantage Point software.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On 51 and Jefferson Hill, still blocked with an accident between 43 and Practice T Drive. Let's take a look at the Parkway East, still really congested on the outbound side. Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, your delay running about six minutes extra. On the inbound side, also busy around the tunnel. Now we've got uh, construction on Penn Avenue, Wilkinsburg, down to a single line of alternating traffic between Route 8 and Graham Boulevard, that work going till 7. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. 
Weather. Winter weather advisory in effect from 1 a.m. Tuesday till 7 a.m. Wednesday. Cloudy tonight, windy, becoming colder with occasional rain changing to snow. Untreated roads will be slippery before daybreak, the low 30. Tomorrow into early tomorrow evening will be windy with periods of snow accumulating 1 to 3 inches. The high tomorrow, 33. The rest of tomorrow night will be mostly cloudy, breezy, and cold with a low of 27. With your Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, is Joe Biden going to be the president on January 21st? I don't know. I hope not. Um, it's hard to keep uh, stay optimistic about it when um, courts keep beating down uh, Donald Trump's efforts to uh, turn the thing around, but... I guess we have to wait uh, at least a couple of weeks here until we get a little bit further into December to see if he's going to make any. Uh, he's he's going to uh, see if he's going to uh, be able to make any kind of a headway and get through, but he hasn't. And um, so it's begin. I guess you have to at some point, as much as you don't want to think about it, you um, you start to have to think about what a Joe Biden administration is uh is going to look like and how it's going to affect you and you know uh for a lot of my a good part of my life you would hear people say you know it's not a big deal who's president you're you, you know the election will be on tuesday wednesday you'll get up it doesn't matter who wins your life isn't going to change it's going to be the same and um that may have been true back i don't know a long time ago but uh, recently in the recent years anyway uh, that's definitely not the case. I, I don't know that people saw a huge difference in their lives when um, when uh, JFK became president, as as opposed to Richard Nixon, you know, the vice president becoming uh, becoming president. I, I don't I don't think uh, I think maybe in 1980 when Ronald Reagan uh, took over, it it didn't take long for people to understand that things were going to be different from Jimmy Carter. But uh, we're going to find out. I guess. Uh, well, we, I don't know. I, when are we going to find out if we're going to find out? Uh, I don't know what's happening with this today. Had the hearings in Arizona. I don't know um, what the outcome of that is. The 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 testimony that I heard was pretty powerful, but I've heard a lot of that. And uh, I've seen a lot of pretty good um, uh, evidence that something was up and it wasn't it wasn't a legal election, but uh, it's, it's, a, it's about getting the courts to um to agree to it so you know it was the was the election uh on the up and up and did joe biden actually win well that's an interesting question and um and we will uh, i'm hoping to get uh, daniel turner on to talk about what what a joe biden uh administration would mean for um for us as far as energy prices and uh, it's not going to be good. Just keep that in mind. And here's a, so I came across this today while we're waiting to get, see if we can line up Daniel Turner. Um, he's having trouble with the phone. Uh, this is a, I don't know who this guy is, but uh, this is something I saw on Twitter today. This guy's name is Murphy Fowles, F-O-W-L-E-S. And this is what he was saying on Twitter today. He says, so you might have heard the Pennsylvania Supreme Court just ruled against Trump's lawsuit. All five Democrat justices said observers had a right to be in the room, not the right to actually observe. The two Republican justices dissented. He says, are you ready to go down a rabbit hole? Three of the Democrat justices were elected in 2015 in a campaign that set a national spending record in a Supreme Court race. The three justices, Kevin Dougherty, David Wecht, and Christine Donahue, raised $3.98 million, $2.88 million, and $1.95 million, respectively. Where did the money come from? Well, here's a clue. I found this in a blog post by Democrats Democracy Alliance, the powerful left-wing group founded by George Soros. In 20, this is in quotes. In 2015, we made a critical investment that helped establish a progressive majority on the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. I'll tell you more about that later, uh, but that's a, that's a very scary uh a uh, bit of information he puts out there about those judges and what's going on and uh, how uh, George Soros is involved. And I hate to be one of those, 
uh, George Soros boogeyman guys, but uh, stuff's out there, and uh, it doesn't look good. But let's uh, let's go to Daniel Turner. He is the CEO of uh, Power of the Future, and he joins us now. Sorry, Daniel, we had a little problem with the uh, with the phone hookup. I, I blame it on Joe Biden, but uh, we'll try to get that fixed. <laughs> It is great to be with you. I blame it on George Soros because he does not want us talking about him or about what he funds. That's right. That's a good point. So, and um, <laughs> your piece at Real Clear Energy, um, you 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 said that uh, Americans will pay more for everything if there yeah. is a Biden Harris administration. Why is that? Yeah, I mean, when when you look at the energy issue it really undergirds every single part of our economy. And this is why I get excited about it. This is sometimes where I get frustrated that people don't understand it. Your part of the of America, Western PA, they get it because they work in fracking, they work in this industry. But everything that is manufactured, goods that are, that are shipped, that are made, everything transported, everything grown, all of our agriculture, Everything depends upon energy, and energy prices reflect the cost of those things. So even outside of this coronavirus pandemic, energy prices have been really, really low. People forget that under the Obama years, the average price of gas in America hovered around $4 for the eight years. We haven't seen anything close to that under the Trump years, even excluding this last year, which is definitely an anomaly. The coronavirus is an anomaly. But gas prices have been low, and as a consequence, the price of everything is low because you're not spending as much to ship it or to grow it or to manufacture it. Um, when we see oil prices go up and the Biden administration is going to punish this industry ruthlessly, this is what's going to happen. The prices are going to go up, and therefore everything is going to become more expensive. Yeah, and when, when did uh, uh, people stop uh, become being obsessed with the price of gasoline at the pump. I mean, it seems like yeah. when there's a Republican president, I mean, when there, it used to be when there was a Democratic president, uh, people would scream at the, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, when there was a Republican president, people would scream about the, the cost of gasoline. Um, exactly. And then when a Democrat is in, they, there's no scream. But now we have a Republican president, and gas is like 240 a gallon around here. And you don't people don't don't seem to be obsessed with it. They don't seem to give uh, want to give Donald Trump credit, or they don't seem to care about it all that much. No, they haven't given him credit for many many things, and this is one of them in particular. Is that by allowing oil and gas companies to do what they do best, which is produce oil and gas, we have on volume increased the the supply. And as the demand has stayed roughly the same, and the supply has gone through the roof. The prices have come down, and this has been very, very good for the consumer. At the same time, we have lowered our carbon emission and our pollution more than any other country in the developed world. Now, those two things should be a contradiction, right? The, the greenies tell us if you make more oil and gas, we're going to have more emissions. We've produced more oil and gas, and we've lowered emissions. Why? Because we're Americans. <laughs> That's the only explanation. And, and what we do, we do great. Why is Biden going to reverse this? And, and I'm telling you, and Western PA is going to be the first to feel the effects of it. He is going to reverse it. He is so beholden to the environmental left. He is so beholden to these radicals that even though he says, oh, I don't support a fracking ban, lie, he supports it. Even though he says, I don't support the Green New Deal, lie, he supports it. And he's going to implement all of these things, maybe not calling it a Green New Deal, but he will implement the actual policy and we as a people will suffer. And how soon will, would we see the effects, do you think, of, of what a Biden administration will, will do to energy costs? First, I mean, I guess oh, the first I thing think... you see is energy costs going up, but then how long does it take for him to be able to kick that in and, and have an effect on that? Yeah, I think it's going to happen relatively quickly. As the economy rebounds, one of the biggest things hurting the industry right now is we have this enormous supply because the government has forced us all to stay home, right? So we've stopped commuting, we've stopped going on vacation, um, and therefore we're, we're sitting, the industry, the market is sitting on a lot of oil and gas that's not being used. But as we get back to our livelihood and when these vaccines come out and the economy rebounds, we're going to start eating into that supply, but we're not going to be producing as much because Biden is going to start punishing this industry. So I think you will see the consequences of this 
relatively quickly. He has said on his first day he will do a couple of things by executive order, like redoing the Paris Climate Accords. Well, right then and there, America is now beholden to the U.N. for billions of dollars. That's part of the agreement. One of the reasons why Trump got us out of the accord is he said, why the heck are the Americans giving the U.N. more money in addition to what we already give them? We're giving them billions more for a climate slush fund so that some unelected Yahoo from Geneva gets to decide how it's spent? Why would we? But we're going to rejoin. On day one, we will rejoin. So there are many, many things like this that Biden will do by executive order. I hope there's a backbone to fight. I hope there's a willingness of uh, Americans who have had a taste of what a great economy looks like to say, whoa, 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 you are not a king, and we don't want any kings, um, and, and there's some pushback. Talking to Daniel Turner, he's the CEO of uh, Power the Future. Um, it's, it seems um, interesting that, uh, that Donald Trump, and, and I'd like to get your opinion on this, it seems to me that there are a few things that, to me anyway, seem pretty obvious. Uh, the, the success that, that he has had in various areas come from the fact that he's a businessman. And, when yeah. he, and you mentioned like the Paris Accords. When he looks, and, and he's, it's the same thing with NATO, he said, wait a minute. What, 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 why are we paying more than everybody else? And what, why are we doing? Who, who made this deal? Who, who, who signs up for something like this? Uh, and, and so exactly. that, is this a, is a case of him looking at it as a businessman and saying this is just bad business. It, it, it really is, and, and it's what we do in our households when we have to buy something and we comparison shop and where we can haggle, we haggle. But when you are a forty-seven year career politician like Joe Biden. That doesn't. That's not part of your thinking. That's not how you see the world. And so, the, the the amount of waste of money, like this Paris Climate Accord, these giveaways to green groups that are going to be astronomical. Right? Obama was very proud of the fact how much the green industry grew while he was president. Well, it's easy to grow when the government forces you to buy its products, right? And that's what's going to happen. Joe Biden is going to set mandates saying, I hereby declare that the state of Pennsylvania by year X needs to be 20% renewable electricity. Well, heck, now you got to buy wind and solar panel from somewhere. So look, I, I hate to invest on the decline of our country. It, it would be like heartbreaking for me to do it. But if I was giving stock advice, buy green stocks. Buy stocks in all green companies because the government is going to force governors and mayors to buy their products they're going to force them to buy solar panels force them to buy windmills so heck you're going to profit off of america's decline but you have to profit somehow in a biden administration and then there's also another little item of war that could uh, come as a yeah. result of this um there's little some issues going on with iran right now and uh um we had uh, apparently we had achieved uh, energy independence and that's going to go down the drain and that's the other part of my op-ed that, that I'm not optimistic about, um, is what's going to happen as the price of energy goes up. Yes, we as Americans are paying more for everything, um, but our enemies are also reaping an awful lot of profit, right? America has a very diverse economy, and I think the fossil fuel industry only makes up about 5 or 6% of our overall GDP. But if you're a country like Oman or Yemen or Iran or Venezuela, where it's 80, 90 percent of your economy, well, those countries have not been doing very well the last four years. Again, America's become the world's largest producer of oil and gas. As Biden punishes American producers and the price of oil goes through the roof, well, what are the Iranians going to do? Right now, oil is at $44 a barrel. When it gets to 100 and that's inevitable, I'm telling you, it's inevitable. When oil gets to $100 a barrel, what's Iran going to do with the extra $60 per barrel when they're pumping out a few million barrels a day? That's a lot of money to fund Hezbollah, right? That's a lot of money to attack Israel. Again, your listeners are a smart group of people, and it wasn't long ago that headlines like tensions in the Straits of Hormuz were common, Persian Gulf conflict we don't hear about those places anymore because President Trump's made them irrelevant. We don't need them in the least. But now Biden is going to take us back on this path, punishing American industry, American energy industry, 
and he's going to make the Middle East prosper again. So not only is he hurting the American consumer, he is funding our enemies and our adversaries by giving them this largesse of cash. A, a better planned by America's enemies could not be written, and yet this is going to be done by this man, Joe Biden, and it's just an atrocity to witness on the horizon. Now, um, is there a devil's advocate uh, uh, side to this? I mean, what what is going to be their defense? Uh, can you predict that? Because uh, <laughs> how, how, how are they saying this is a good idea? Uh, you know, I, I look at the eight years of Obama, Biden, and, and Biden was part of this, right? It's going to be this was their playbook as well, and their defense was uh, an idea that America needs uh, a, a good smackdown that we're part of a global community. And, and look at Joe Biden, the way he defends China and talks about how the rise of China is good for America. I don't see how that's been good for America. Again, it, it's, it's been good for corporations who now make things there for a heck of a lot less. The prices haven't come down necessarily. They just keep the profits, right? So right. I don't know what is going to be their defense. Their defense is going to be... This is the new world order, and this is what it means to be part of a global community. It's amazing, John, when you think about how much they have hated the phrase America first. If anyone said, if I said John Steigerwald's family first, no one would expect you to say otherwise, because that's you and your family. Why would America first anger the left so much? But boy, does it ever. It does. Hey, Daniel, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, You can see the piece at uh, Real Clear Politics, or Real Clear Energy, right? Uh, yeah, real clear, realclearenergy.com. Is that where it is? Yeah, it's where it is, sir. Thank you. And it's always a pleasure to be on your show. Hey, I, I appreciate it. And uh, we'll be having you on again, I'm sure, especially if this idiot becomes a president. I know we're going to have to talk Amen. to you. <laughs> Thank Thanks. you, sir. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> We're all thinking a lot about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Parents, let's be honest. Many high school and college-age kids seem to have little direction these days. That might be true for your son or daughter. They spend a lot of time gaming, hanging with friends, but nothing seems to lead them on a path to adulthood. You may want them to go to a four-year university, but their grades just don't warrant it. Their lack of passion and direction makes you wonder if a four-year university would even be a wise investment. Here's a better route to consider. The Facilities Management HVAC or Electronics Training Program available through SalemCareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start? SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275. 866-711-6275 or SalemCareerHub.com. Here are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. 
We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I wanted to finish up with this. Uh, I started this before we were trying to get a hold of uh, Daniel Turner there. Daniel Turner there. Uh, and this is uh, uh, this is a guy named Murphy Foles. He's talking about the Supreme Court justices who made the decision uh, in Pennsylvania on the election, and uh, he talks about uh, them being uh, funded by a group called Democracy Alliance, uh, funded founded by George Soros. And then he says, "Let's recap: three of the Democratic justices on the Supreme Court that ruled against Trump were elected in 2015 on the back of a record campaign spending that led uh, record campaign spending that led directly back to Democracy Alliance funded by George Soros. Remember when Pennsylvania Secretary of State Kathy Brookbar assured everyone that the election was carefully audited by groups like Democracy Fund and the Brennan Center? Guess who backs both of these so-called auditors? Yep. Democracy Alliance. That's the group uh, funded by Soros. There's still more. In the fall of 2017, Democracy Alliance hosted a conference in California called Beyond Resistance, Reclaiming Our Progressive Future, where they addressed key issues of voter mobilization and, quote, turning resistance energy into electoral action. One of the featured speakers was, are you ready? Tom Wolfe, the governor of Pennsylvania. George Soros, believe it or not, also spoke there, and attendees included, are you ready, Kamala Harris. Two years later, Wolf signed a bill that dramatically loosened Pennsylvania's rules on mail-in ballots, and we know how that turned out. The left-wing Democrat uh, Democracy Alliance spent years putting money behind the politicians overseeing elections, the groups auditing elections, and even the judges adjudicating elections. The same money with the same goals and the same results. How does that grab you. I'm going to look into that, see if I can find some more about that, and maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. Thanks for listening today, and I'll see you tomorrow, same time, same station. Thanks. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.